Welcome to the Kiss My Crown podcast. Now, this is the place for women who want to have it all and then some. This is about mindset. This is about manifestation and everything in between. My job here is to empower you to become the queen of your world, just like you deserve to be. I'm your host, Natasha Mundy. Hello, my amazing queen. Thank you so much for tuning into the Kiss My Crown podcast today. Of course, as always, I am so grateful and thankful that you are here listening to me today to as I sort of share my wisdom in hopes that it will help you. <laughs> so today's episode, I'm actually talking about quantum leaping and leveling up. And the sort of adjustments that you need to go through during these phases. But before we get into that, what has been going on in my fabulous little world? Well, as you could probably hear from my voice, I am sick. Um, Oh my gosh. So I've had this like nasty bug that has been around for two going on three weeks now. When it first hit, I just made the mistake of actually not taking time off to rest and recover and of course this is all while we're moving and all that sort of stuff as well um where you know my body well and truly said hey um no more you need to rest and cover so I have apologies in advance if I need to cough or anything like that and I've got my water here so hopefully we'll be all good today um but you know that's a little message to you guys as well make sure you're listening to your body and what your body needs and if you need a rest take the darn rest um nothing is more important than your health so no business is more important than your health no workplace is more important than your health like nothing is more important than your health so that is my little you know tip from me to you today and um something else I guess sort of bigish that sort of I mean bigish in my world that happened is on Friday my dear little birdie my car Uh, For those of you who don't know, the car that I have is, you know, it's not a a special car by no means. It is a very old car Um, that was, it was a car that we inherited from my husband's grandparents, uh, grandfather. And yeah, it was really, it's a really sentimental car and it has been faithfully getting me from, you know, the country to the city every day for work and, you know, has been like a little godsend, but his time has come, unfortunately. And, um, yeah, that was a little bit sad and I had to get a tow truck and all that sort of exciting fun stuff. And I had to obviously make the decision whether we fix or we don't fix, but unfortunately we've had to make the decision not to fix because, you know, as much as Birdie has so much sentimental value to me, it's obviously clearly time for that next leveling car which funny enough I've been manifesting a new car for two years so um yeah you know universe has a funny way of making that all happen which is a little bit of the inspiration for today's episode anyway so I think um yeah and the other thing I would just say is you know new home is going so well like life has just changed so incredibly much and and it's still quite the adjustment phase as well of getting used to having our own space again and and yeah like it's it's all going really good so that is really really exciting but you know there is other stuff on the other side like I say everything is going good and it is going good but on a personal level I am 
sort of struggling with, um, I guess, a little bit of this, you know, up level that we've just gone through, which is really looks like now it's not just it's turning into a big quantum leap and it's just, um, you know, bringing up a lot of things for me. So um, I've got a lot of fear at the moment and not feeling safe and feeling and not like not safe as in physically safe, but as in safe, like there is so much going on especially in the media, you know, like it's COVID, you know, new COVID crisis is coming ahead and there's a financial crisis and the interest rates are going up and the cost of living is clearly going up and, and, you know, the cost of petrol and all this sort of stuff that it's just, um, it was just getting to me quite a lot. So, um, and I, I know better than to buy into that stuff because that's not my mindset, but obviously it's just sort of with the timing of stuff that's going on at the moment, it is triggering something in me that I'm working through at the moment. So, you know, shout out to anyone else who's feeling this, um, because it, it is tough, but you know, that's what we're here for, right? We're here for one another. Um, I get to take a lot of solace in my self-love club because those girls in there, those women in there just support each other like there's no tomorrow and just the breakthroughs and everything that we go through. And, you know, by sometimes I think sometimes for me when I coach other people, I coach myself and it's just been absolutely incredible. So let's get on topic for today. So like I said, today we are going to be talking about quantum leaps and up-leveling, up-leveling and the adjustment that sort of comes with that. Um, so at the moment, I mean, these are two very much things that I'm going through simultaneously right now. And, and sometimes it just feels like, whoa, just fucking stop. Like it's too, too much. So that's why I wanted to talk through it today, because if I feel like this, then I'm assuming that there's other people out there who was going through similar sort of thing. So I thought I'd break it down into the two different sort of categories. And I also wanted to talk about, I guess, these feelings, but also some tools that I don't know that work for me that could work for you, you know, if you're going through any of these. So let's start with talking about a quantum leap. So what is a quantum leap? Well, a quantum leap, and I guess in the manifestation world, all the world, sort of the way that I, um, what's the word, the way that I believe a quantum leap to be and what it represents and what it is, is that moment when you, I think there's two different things, right? So firstly, there is up leveling, which, you know, that's when you become to being a new level of yourself and you're always up leveling, especially if you're setting your goals and your manifestations and you're achieving that. But quantum leaping is sort of that on steroids. Quantum leaping is when you are like really hitting into that real um, higher self mode. You're like hitting into that new sort of phase in your life. And it's usually, you know, so an up level might be where one thing changes or, you know, you might get a new job or you might, I don't know, start a new health routine that really sticks and it just you start seeing a bit of a glow up that's a level up but that quantum leap is just that next level where it's just it almost um it's like an arrow you know it pulls back it pulls back and you kind of feel like you're going a little backwards and then it just pew and it just leaps leaps and bounds forwards to this new way of life that you've just been dreaming about right and that's what a quantum leap is it's sort of 
you know, skipping the little level ups and just going whole hog. And whilst initially when we were moving and we got this rental, I believed it to be a level up. So I was, you know, like, and, and I was pushing that level up because we're pushing a whole new level of rent that we've never paid for before. And we, you know, like, and it's a beautiful new home and, and it was just all these sort of amazing things. I really felt like it was a level up, but with what's been going on as well is I now very clearly realize this, oh honey, strap yourself in this ain't a level up. This is a quantum leap and shit's about to hit the fan. Shit's about to get real. And we are just going to be catapulting into a new existence, a new way of being, a new level of life. And, you know, quantum leaps for me personally, they're fucking uncomfortable as fuck. And they are so confronting because, you know, I've always shared with you guys that money blocks have always been my biggest thing. And and as much as I work through my money blocks at every level is it doesn't each level or each, you know, it's like being each level and each layer, they just seem to, you know, then be new money blocks, right? Like it's like the same continued um, thing that I, it's just this lesson. And, it, and what that comes from is just not just a lifelong unlearning that I need to do. Um, but also I would go in and say generational unlearning that I need to do of breaking some generational curses, um, when it comes around wealth and, you know, and at the moment, let me tell you, I am just being tested in all, all directions. So like I mentioned before in the intro is that, you know, things like the cost of living and everything like that is, is starting to really trigger me and freak me out. Even though deep down, I know that it's not a problem, like, but it triggers a scarcity mindset that I've been really working on to, to fear me. And because you know, what's happened, obviously we've got the house and that costs us a lot more, but also knowing how interest rates are rising so that when we're building our house and we're going to have that mortgage as well, that that mortgage is going to be a lot more than what we originally, um, had set out for, uh, both for the cost of the house, but more so like, you know, that monthly repayments and stuff like that. And, you know, then of course, as I said, you know, so we've obviously got this in between rental, we'd had to pay moving costs and all that sort of stuff. And, you know, this house has beautiful, you know, reverse cycle air conditioning and dishwasher and all that sort of stuff. So making sure that we are aligning our finances to sort that all out. But also, as I mentioned, is that my car died. And funny enough, you know, like I said, I've been manifesting a new car for two years now. And you know, even in the last 12 months, we've been talking about getting a new car and how we would do that. And yeah, all that sort of fun stuff. And we, there was a point in time when my husband's car had some issues and we thought, Oh, maybe this is it. And we thought those issues were a lot worse than what they were, but thankfully they weren't that bad. Um, so we thought, Oh, this is it. This is the time, but no, it wasn't the time. And, you know, and that's probably, that was probably about four or five months ago now. And, uh, and now here we are with my car dying. And when my car died, it happened on the way to work. So I was driving along, I'd gotten off the freeway and I was actually in the city. I was like a 15 minute walk from work. So, you know, literally about probably about a three or four minute drive with traffic lights. 
and I started smelling this smell and I thought it was the car in front of me because the car in front of me was a diesel car and I thought it was like at that and then that car went through the traffic lights and I got stopped at the red light and as I stopped at the red light I started seeing smoke come out of my car and so I pretty much once the lights went green as soon as I could find a spot I pulled over to the side of the road and I rang my husband and I literally I'm usually okay and just to put this in perspective for you is that I and relatively like I, I want to say that I'm a calm person, right? So just more in the sense of if emergencies arise that I'm usually the calm one, you know, like, you know, I remember childbirth, it was me. I was the calm one. Like, it's okay. It'll be fine. Like I'm typically the calm one. Um, yes, I can get triggered and I can get quite angry easily, but when it comes to emergency sort of things is calm I'm cool, calm and collected in, in those, you know, like I'm the, I'm the person that you want a crisis, you know, I will be the one who gets us through. I sort of level headed and, and I just got triggered and I was there on the side of the road and I was calling my husband because I had no idea what to do. And, you know, I knew it was bad, you know, like if you have a car that starts smoking, it's pretty bloody bad. And yeah, I started to freak out and I thought, not now, like this can't be happening. This can't be happening right now because we, we've just moved, you know, and now we're just, you know, like aligning all of our finances into rental payments to put this beautiful house over like roof over our heads. And because the rental prices are so high now, like I was just like, this cannot be happening. Like this could have happened six months ago when, you know, we were living rent free and I could have just bought you know, another cheap car or whatever to get through. Like, you know what I mean? Like it just, it could have happened then, but it didn't happen now. I thought, what the fuck? Like, why is this happening to us? Why is this happening now? And, you know, what are we going to do and how are we going to afford it? And we can't afford this and we can't do this. And, you know, petrol this and, you know, and if we took money out of our savings, that takes money out of our deposit, which we've got there for our house while we're building. And, you know, it's just that, and and knowing that I was like, oh my God, then I wouldn't be able to fill that back up. And just, there was so much freaking out going on. And I was crying on the side of the road, waiting for a tow truck to come and sort of deliver my fate. And, you know, even my husband's like, he goes, we just got to deal with it. Like it's fine. Like whatever it is, we'll work it out. And, and he was really actually surprised with how, um, how upset I was about it and how panicky I was over it. And, you know, and, and this is the great thing, you know, when you, when you found the person that you're meant to be with, you know, he always has a way of, um, making me calm you know, like we, we feed off each other like that, like, and, and I can panic and he can come and bring me down and, you know, and my husband can go through times of, you know, he can get quite overwhelmed. And then that's when I step in and just really, you know, help him to have someone to lean on as well. So we just, we feed off each other nicely there, but yeah, we just was, you know, sort of unsuspecting and, and I went through all the things and I was, I was freaking out and, and I think, and deep down I knew too, because everyone's like, oh, you know, like even my hubby was a bit like, you know, when, you know, it might not be, it might be a cheap fix. It might just be a little thing. Like it might not, you know, maybe it's a cracked hose or, you know, like these sort of small things. 
that could be fixed, but I think we both knew deep down that was not going to be the case. And it took me a little time. I had to process that, right? Like I really, really had to process and I've been taking the time this week while I've been sick to actually really be processing this because like if you don't sit there and process through your emotions and how you're feeling and and be honest with how you're feeling as well is that you you don't actually process them right you just sort of put your head in the sand and just hope that everything um is gonna you sort of you know just go away right and what I started to realize is that I you know like you know, it was a conversation I had out loud with my husband and it was just like, you know what, like every other person out there, like we're on good money and there are people out there who are on less money than us who, you know, pay their mortgages, have house loans, go on overseas holidays and, and do all this sort of like live this life. I said, why does it feel like our money is not working for us? And I needed to say that out loud because that's how I was feeling, right? Um, And it's not, I'm not going to go inherently of like, oh, I'm bad with money or I'm this because, you know, as I said, we've got money sitting there in savings for a house deposit. It's not that. But what happens is, is that your ego gets really triggered in a a quantum leap. And this is, you know, I start identifying actually what the fuck is going on is like, okay, no, we weren't just leveling up. We're actually quantum leaping and we're stepping into your new life your life that you've been manifesting, we're stepping into your highest self and we're doing this right now, baby. And that's the thing with quantum leaps. It's like you can sit there and you can be manifesting, right? This life that you want, these goals that you want to go after and this lifestyle that you want, but it doesn't just fold out like, oh, I mean, sometimes it does, but typically it, you know, when it's, when it's a whole thing and you've like sort of been envisioning and embodying and, and, you know, your future self, is that it, you know, I mean, if you focus on one thing to manifest, then sure, like that's just going to level up and you're going to have that manifestation. But when you are embodying it and you're visualizing this whole life and lifestyle and everything, then that shit happens in quantum leaps. And it's, it's a lot and it's a lot to take in. And the ego though, right? And the part that the ego plays is the ego starts to see this stuff changing right and it starts to freak the fuck out as do I and so that voice that panic when my car broke down that wasn't my voice that was my ego my ego came out and it was like oh fuck no babe like we're in some trouble this is uncomfortable this is not my safe spot this is not my comfort zone anymore things are changing I don't like it I'm going to pull you back down to safety that's what the ego does right it's trying to it's not doing it out of like, it's not a bad thing. It's just that your ego is just like, no, 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 no. Safety, 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 safety. Got to pull you back, pull you back, pull you back. And that's why you freak out and you, and you think I can't do this. And you know, why me? And why now? And, and we're not going to be out of like, what are we going to do? And it's this sort of despair because ego is trying to bring you back. And that's, you know, how do you know the difference between ego and your intuition and your higher self where well, your ego, it is screaming, it is so loud and it just is like a toddler having a temper tantrum. That's, that's what your ego is like. It's, it screams at you. It's loud. It's, it's manic. It's panic. It's everything in between. But when your intuition sort of kicks in and starts to guide over that, it's like, Hey, it's okay. You'll have the money. Everything will be okay. You can actually do this. So of course, 
you know, for, for us, what we needed to do is then I needed to get down and look at, it's like sort of come to terms with it. It's like, okay, yep. So what do we do about it? And so what we had to do about it is this completely redoing our budget and actually having a look at where our money is going. And I don't like to call it a a budget. I like to call it financial alignment. Where are we aligning our money right now? And is alignment with what it is that we need and what it is that we want? And, you know, so we did a whole big overhaul to realize there was actually room in the budget to sort of to do this. Right. And yeah, the timing might not be perfect, but, you know, but but in reality is the timing not perfect, right? Because the timing not perfect because I'm saying it's not perfect because if it's happening at this point of time, the universe has a bigger picture for me. So obviously the timing is actually perfect and how it's meant to be. So who am I to question that, right? Um, and it's funny. Sorry, I always, you know, when you, you say stuff like that, you're like, oh, hang on. No, it happened when it was meant to happen. So what did I do to get through this? Well, what I did to get through this, you know, like firstly, um, I had to talk it out and I had to talk it out loud with somebody that I trusted, um, and talk out all the feelings, right? Like this scare, like talk out being scared and afraid and, and all this stuff. Because even in that moment, when I was talking to my husband, I didn't just talk about not being out, you know, worried about how we were going to afford a new car. I talked to him. I said, with everything that's going on, like what I see on the media and I try to avoid that stuff, but it's making me scared. I can't avoid it. I can't get away from it. I feel like wherever it is, you know, like it, it's just coming at me with all this information and they're trying to scare me and, and it's working, you know, like to have that conversation out loud was probably the biggest turning point for me in everything because I needed to get that out. Um, I needed to face what it was that I was feeling. Right. And then I went on to journal as well. So I sort of journaled the same, you know, this is how I feel. I feel like shit. I feel afraid. I feel scared. I've got this scarcity mindset that I don't normally have. And you know, I feel really uncomfortable with it all. And I got that out. Right. And I allowed myself to sit in that feeling for a little bit. And so that was really, really important. So to move past that though, then what I've actually been doing is some affirmations. And this is not necessarily like, I'd like to journal some affirmations as well, because, you know, as much as I can listen to affirmations and you know, find ones that I really connect into. That's, you know, really great. And I do do that as well, but I just felt the need to write them out and I needed to write them in the form of, I am safe or it is safe for me. So it is safe for me to have this lifestyle. It is safe for me to have a new home and to have a new car. Like it is safe for me to have that. It is safe for me to be wealthy. It is safe for me to enjoy my wealth. Uh, You know, it it is safe for me to have money coming in always, you know, like, and so these were the sort of affirmations that I was using. And then I also used a different one that I don't always do, but I, it was one like I get to, I get to be, or I get to have, like, I get to have lots of money. It gets to be easy for me. It gets to, you know, I get to have success in my business. I get to have, you know, more money than I know what to do with. I get to have a new car. I get to have a new home, Um, you know, and so using these as well. And that was just something that was just really powerful that just sort of helped me to switch in that moment. And something else that I've also been using from that as well is subliminals. So listening to and both subliminals and sort of hypnosis as well, like an abundance ones, because that's where 
my fear is coming up around is this sort of scarcity because it's, you know, something that triggers something in me from, you know, not just from me growing up, but also from, like I said, generational sort of baggage as well is, is doing these subliminals to work on my subconscious mind so that I know that it's okay for me to have abundance in my life. So I do that via either hypnosis or subliminals, which you can find those online. You know, I use a lot of Spotify, but I also use insight timer and just these beautiful ones that just make me feel, you know, really, really good. And I love doing it particularly before I go to bed because, you know, the subconscious mind before you're drifting off to sleep is so malleable. And so, um, you know, open to that sort of stuff. So they're the tools that I've been doing to work through it but you know like but I want to be honest with you because quantum leaping it's it's all one thing to set out what it is that you want to manifest in the life that you want to manifest but it's quite a different um like that stuff's all well and good and working through that stuff but actually getting it um no one talks about that that much you, you know we just we talk a lot about the process to get what you want, but we don't talk about the process of actually receiving it. And that there is a bit of an adjustment period for that as well. And including like how it feels just before you're about to get everything that you want, because, you know, it's not like, ta-da, here it is. And you're living this beautiful new life. You know, it's like, like I said, the analogy of the arrow is the perfect one is because it almost feels like you're taking some steps backwards, right? It's pulling you back, pulling you back, pulling back. And you feel like you're going backwards, which makes you in your mind feel like that you're almost failing, right? That you've like come so far just to go back again and then off you go, right? And you're just being catapulted to this, to this version that you just didn't even comprehend, which is so much more than what you were just sort of planning out in your mind, right? And what you were manifesting because, you know, the universe is this or something better, right? The universe has so much more for you, you to plan for you than what it is that you realize that you can achieve. So it's, you know, once you get there, it's just sort of like, fuck. And so that's what I want to talk about is, um, you know, taking that time to adjust. So when you do get your, you know, when you achieve your goals and your manifestations, you know, what then? what then? And I'm sort of inspired by talking about this because my best friend, Teresa was sort of going through this as well. So we're both going through this very differently because mine's to do with the house and the car and all this sort of stuff, but hers is to do with her career. And, you know, so it really inspired me to do this episode today because with herself, you know, she's just finishing it. So she went to university with the ideas of, you know, what it is that she wanted being a myotherapist and then getting into business and, and, and doing that and, you know, and earning a certain income level and all this sort of stuff. And she just like sort of woken up and be like, fuck, I'm here. All those goals that I set out to achieve to do, and I have been like working to achieve over the last four years, I'm here right now. And, you know, no one talks about that either because it's just like, okay, cool. You, you've got it now, but you need to be open to receiving that actually what I would say, and this is what I had said to her as well, is that there's a little bit of catch up time that goes on. It's like you're physically now in your new present, like in your new reality that you've been creating for so long now, but the brain almost takes a little bit of time to catch up, to be in that new reality, which is funny because you spend so much time embodying this version of yourself and just thinking about this future version of yourself that you're almost living in the future. But then I don't know, the reality just takes that little bit 
Like, I don't know, the brain sort of gets stuck in this weird place. You've been in the future and now it's sort of in the past and you just need it to come into the present. And it's just this crazy little space. And so, you know, and I wanted to talk about some tips because it does take a, you need to adjust. You need an adjustment period in your new reality, in your new life, the life that you created, the life that you wanted, the goals that you achieved is that you need to take some time to actually adjust to that reality. Um, you know, and you know, one of those things is you need to actually make space for your new reality. Um, so doing a lot of clearing out, so clear out a lot of, I don't know, like a lot of the old shit, you know, and this can be like a physical clearing out as well. So, you know, clearing out spaces, clearing out underwear drawers, shaving your legs, whatever it might be, but you clear out a little bit of space to, you know, allow space for this new reality to, to unfold. You know, for me, it might've been decluttering when we're moving and, and getting rid of some stuff to, to make some space for my new life. Um, and, you know, I guess like with my car, you know, my car's dying because my car died to make space for my new car. And, you know, it, it, you need to make that little bit of space there. And another thing to do, and my other tip would be to celebrate your new reality. Like you work so fucking hard to get here. So you need to celebrate, right? You need to be like, all right, universe, well received and, and celebrate because you got here. Like that is so amazing, especially if it's something that you've put, you know, like that you've been manifesting all that, you know, these goals that you'd set and you've spent the last four years working on them. You need to celebrate your new life, celebrate what you've achieved and celebrate your new present. All right. Cause you're in the present now and you get to celebrate that your new way of being. So, you know, maybe that's popping a bottle of champagne with your girls, you know, and raising a glass to what you've achieved because it's so good. And, and not just to what you've achieved, because we're not talking, you know, you don't want to focus too much on what you've done. You want to focus on where you are. So here's to my new life. Here's to what I just created. I'm here and I'm now, and I'm so fucking thankful. Right. So find a way to celebrate that. And it, you know, it could be anything like for me, celebrating my new car might be going for a road trip. I'm going to go on a road trip down to Victor Harbor for a family picnic because I'm celebrating my new car and, you know, and same with my new home. Maybe it's me inviting some people around for a charcuterie and some wine just to celebrate our space. All right. So these are some things that you can do to really celebrate your new reality. Also practice gratitude for your new reality. Be thankful. I am so grateful. I am so thankful that I achieved this. I am so grateful I get to do this. You know, like just take a moment and whether you do that daily and just to show thanks for your life, it'll help you to bring your brain to the present moment, right? Or it'll catch it up. It'll, it brings, you know, showing gratitude is, is something that brings you into the moment. And, you know, and I guess to, you know, finish up on that note is the other thing is to meditate and to be in the moment as well and just meditate in the gratitude. Like, wow, like I get to be here. Like I'm here now. Look what I've achieved and just meditate in that moment just so that you can just be there and enjoy it. So, you know, for my friend at work, maybe, you know, she jumps in and she's at work and before she starts her day, she might just spend five minutes just meditating in her office and just being in the moment. Yeah, that's some food for thought for you. So 
as I said, you know, that's what I wanted to cover today. So I will wrap it up here. But before I do, you know, I love to talk to you about the self-love club. Um, we, this round of the self-love club, we actually have some live coaching calls coming up. Like everybody got offered a one-on-one coaching call to work think through things like the wheel of life and stuff like that. Cause they really wanted to focus on creating their dream life. And it is a beautiful community where these guys support one another and it is a free community and it's free monthly coaching. So what have you got to lose? You know, like life built on a basis of learning, like falling in love with yourself and prioritizing yourself um, and showing yourself that respect and that love and that acceptance, you know, builds this beautiful foundation that you can go out and achieve the life of your dream. So why not do it together? If you would like to join the self-love club, it is always open. So you just head to kissmycrownacademy.com and there's a tab that's called the self-love club and you just click on that. You just pop in your name and your email address and we'll send you everything to get you set up. On that note, I hope you guys have an amazing week and I can't wait to see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for supporting the kiss my crown podcast now if you want to keep in touch or up to date with all things queen creations make sure you head over to the website of www.queencreationsdesign.com it is your one-stop shop for everything to do with queen creations